Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lead Lap. We are in our final show of 2021, final news show of 2021. Um, obviously, as you hear this, if you're listening to WSIC, you'll hear this uh, actually on New Year's Day. And uh, we will be right back the following week with our 2022 season of shows. But uh, final show of 2021, and we've got a good one. We've got um, Mason Maggio calling in in a few minutes to talk about uh, his new opportunity that he has got in the Carolina Pro Late Model Series for next year. And uh, we are going to finish out with some talk about uh, what the season could look like in the area as well. And, uh, yeah, so it should be a good show. Looking forward to that. Uh, of course, uh, we're close to launching our new brand website, steeringwheelnation.com. Make a note of it. Uh, if you go there now, you won't be able to see anything because it's not up yet. But uh, we're uh, hopefully within a week or two. Um, by the end of the year, we are hoping, if not the very first week of January. Um, so we have steeringwheelnation.com coming up. The social medias are already up and functioning so make sure you follow us at the wheel nation on facebook twitter and instagram and if you go to linkedin if you're on that business platform linkedin we are we have a page there too that we're starting to get up and running uh and uh, that is obviously just search steering wheel nation on that platform but uh facebook twitter and instagram at the wheel nation we have some huge plans that we're going to be unveiling for the brand and we're going to be featured at uh, the cars racing show coming up in january um, that is the weekend of the 7th and the 8th in Hickory. And we are going to be there. We're going to be doing some interviews with drivers and other folks that are at the show. We're going to be, um, we're going to have a booth there. So, uh, a lot of stuff going on and we are going to have a cruise that we're going to be talking about too. When we come back in 2022, we've got a racing theme cruise that's going on uh, later in 2022. So we'll talk to you about that on our next show. Okay, so this past weekend, I had a chance to do something. Every once in a while, it's fun to knock off a bucket list item. And at the very last minute, one of the drivers that I uh, manage and promote, Edward Adams out of Virginia, who's a road racer, actually had a Champ Car Series race at Sebring, of all places. And I had a chance to go down there. And, you know, when you go to a track that's kind of a bucket list track, you're really hoping that when you get there, because a lot of times it's kind of like meeting one of your heroes, right? Somebody that you really idolize or think a lot of and you meet them and they're not the person that you were hoping they were. <laughs> you know, you kind of find out maybe they're kind of a jerk or whatever. Um, you know, when, when you go to a track that you, you have on your bucket list and um, you have this expectation of what the track's going to turn out to be, and you hope that you're not disappointed. Um, Sebring definitely did not disappoint. First of all, um, let me paint a picture here. So you're in Sebring, Florida, which is, um, well, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of South central Florida, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, it was 85 degrees there over the weekend. It was just incredibly nice weather. Um, 
the the hotel that I was staying at and uh, the restaurant that we ate at two of the three nights we were there was right on the on a lake. I don't know what lake it was, but there was a lake there. Just beautiful views. And Sebring is such a cool track. It is not um, it is not a track of the sort of elevation change like Watkins Glen or VIR, or, you know, some of the other tracks like that. Um, but it is definitely a really cool track. It's it's almost flat as a pancake, basically. But it races really well. 17 turns at this track. Good size track. They had something like 96 or 97 cars there for this Champ Car Series. It's an endurance series. So they race uh, multiple classes. And it happened that my driver was, uh, Edward was racing in the C-Class and uh, had a BMW that he was running with for a, a group called Triple R Motorsports. They had 39 cars. And uh, Saturday, the car that he was in blew the motor, uh, not while he was in it, but uh, ended up having a motor issue. And what they what we think is that uh, perhaps the first driver that started the race in the car um, may have over revved it at one point and uh, and it knocked down a cylinder. But, um, you know, which can happen, I guess, when you're downshifting, that's usually what what uh, happens on these road courses. That's why they like you to learn the heel toe concept, you know, so you're kind of doing the, the, the heel toe brake and clutch sort of thing. But anyway, so that car had a motor issue. So on, on Sunday, uh, they started Edward in the, in the, the other team car and, uh, ran about 25 laps or so. And, uh, had the car inside of the top 25 overall out of 75 that started on Sunday, ran inside the top 25 for most of that that stint that he ran and uh, was in the top three or four for his class the entire time. And the other drivers, fortunately, were able to maintain that. Now, the 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 driver that, that finished the race in the car, um, his name is Johan. We're going to have him on an Inside Pass show, one of our Inside Pass shows, hopefully in January. Johan, if you're into drifting, Johan has the world record for the longest drift. And I got this whole story while I was down there. 200 laps, eight hours of nonstop doing circles um, in a drift on a wet skid pad. And here's the deal. You, you think that you, you say to yourself, okay, first of all, even if you kind of get drifting and, and you know, cause I, I don't know if I do like, I appreciate the art of it and there's a, obviously a, a real technique and an act to it. So like, I appreciate and respect those who do it, but I just don't, for me, I, I'm not sure what, I don't know what the fun is, but obviously they, you know, they enjoy it. Right. But here's what I do know. If you're going to sit eight hours straight in a car and you can't get out and you're hydrating the entire time, eventually you're going to have to uh, release that somehow, right? I mean, you, you know, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. So how does this work? Well, um, th that's one of the main parts of the story. The other part is how do you refuel the car? So 
the first one was they actually had him hooked up to a bag. They had him hooked up to a catheter inside the car, and he basically would just release when he needed to and carried that around for eight hours while he was in the car. That's the first part of the story. The second part is how do you refuel it? Well, those cars have a similar fueling system as I think like the F1 cars have where you just basically, you know, um, put the... uh, uh, the device into the, the opening and, you know, and it fuels up. Well, they actually had a second car that um, would literally drift in sync whenever they needed to refuel. And they had a guy who would literally hang out of the car and slap the, the device into the tank for, you know, for refueling. And then the car would, would, would pull off the course it was they they had to go through this entire sort of you know practice and syncopation sort of ritual to get and when they finally did it i guess it went perfectly and so the way this started was johan did 51 uh 51 laps and then somebody in japan decided that um they weren't going to accept that that would be the record. So they went out and did a hundred and then Johan said, basically watch, hold my beer. Um, and <laughs> he and BMW got together and they had this car that they had rigged up and, you know, basically designed to, you know, to turn easily and all that. They and went out and did 200 laps of straight drifting for eight hours. It was a pretty incredible uh, thing. So we're going to interview johan it's also that's on youtube by the way you can look it up uh and uh and and it's there if you want to just sit and watch eight hours of that (laughs) but it but it's on there pretty incredible stuff nice guy and uh you know really enjoyed uh, getting to meet him and um he's looking forward to coming on so he won't be on this show he'll be on our inside pass show we'll let you know when that is and maybe we'll actually pull um a bit of the story and and, and bring it over here to this show and, and play it for for you guys as well but um if you want to listen to the inside pass or a number of ways of doing it it's on most major podcast platforms just search for it or um once we launch the website all of our shows will be parked there so uh steeringoldnation.com and hopefully by the time we return with uh, recording shows on January the 3rd, um, we'll have that site launched or it will be launched that week. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on all of that. But uh, had a good time down there in Sebring. It was a lot of fun. And um, the other piece that, that I enjoyed was I walk, we walked into the hotel we were staying at. and There was actually a pool table in the lobby. Have you ever seen, been in a hotel that has a pool table in the lobby? We made good use of that Saturday night after the races were over. We uh, we availed ourselves of that table for about three hours and <laughs> had a lot of fun with it. And yours truly, I will have you know, was undefeated uh, against all opponents that night. So that was kind of fun. And um, But we had a good time down in Sebring and uh, always fun to, to check out a bucket list item. And it's kind of a neat road trip. It was very hard to leave 86 to come back to 46. But... Um, <laughs> Eventually, reality had to set in, and uh, so we're back, and we're uh, on the air tonight. We've got Mason Maggio coming up here shortly, um, and uh, then looking forward to talking about some more stuff and what 22 might hold for the area as well. So we'll be back with more of the Lee Lap Show right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hey guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Well, hello there. Welcome back to Lead Lap. Tom Baker with you here for one more week until, well, actually, like I said, if, if you're listening to this WSIC, Happy New Year. Uh, it's going to be uh, 2022 very, very quickly here. Uh, actually, it already is because this would air on New Year's Day morning. So Happy New Year. And we hope that uh, you all have a, a happy and um, and and safe and joyous uh, 2022. Okay, we are going to the phone lines here. And we're going to talk with a driver out of Florida who raced this past year at Hickory Motor Speedway for Light Motorsports and 
Uh, I think he, he had either three or four wins, and uh, we'll verify that when he comes on, but it was either three or four. I can't remember which. Um, and just uh, didn't win the track championship, but didn't miss by much. So uh, uh, Mason Maggio is back with us. Mason has a new opportunity for 2022 that he actually uh, started um, over Thanksgiving weekend. So we're going to talk to him about that. Mason, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on, Tom. Okay, so uh, how many wins at Hickory this year? Three or four? Uh, capitalized on four. That's what I thought. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was three or four. I thought it was four, but um, didn't get the championship, but you certainly uh, got four wins and had a great season there uh, for Light Motorsports and decided that um, you wanted to do something a little bit different for 2022, and you had an opportunity to go ahead and jump from the limited late model, which is a late model stock with some uh, mechanical modifications, motor and tires, carburetor, that kind of thing. It's basically a late model stock car to a what's called a pro late model. Um, and you, you got an opportunity to uh, drive for Rick Ware Racing for their late model portion of their program for 2022. And then you um, you had an opportunity to sit in that car for the first time and go race it at uh, Southern National and uh, as part of the Carolina Pro Late Model Series non-point season finale there. Um, so with all that kind of going on, first of all, talk about running for light motorsports this year because uh, I know you had a great season for them. They did very well for you, and you you had two really cool teammates, uh, one of which went on to win the championship. So talk a little bit about what this season was like for you transitioning out of the Legends cars into the late models. Yeah, you know, this season was a lot of fun, and Light Motorsports did an absolutely amazing job giving uh, not only myself but my teammates uh, from last year, Max Bryce and Josh Stark, uh, great, great race cars to you know, be able to go out and showcase our talents, and it certainly showed. Uh, you know, I think we had a total of, uh, I believe, seven wins between uh, me and Max Price. And, I mean, like you said, with Max Price winning uh, both championships, the overall championship and then the Big Ten, uh, and then me coming up one spot short of the championship, but uh, on top of that, winning Rookie of the Year honors. So that was kind of a little bit of a nice little touch to it all, come up short, so... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I give so much credit to, to Light Motorsports for this past year. And like you said, I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to pilot the 51 car in the Pro Late Model Series with uh, Rick Ware Racing. And, I mean, without Light Motorsports giving me great race cars to go showcase my talent, I would have never gotten uh, noticed by uh, J.R. Courage, who's the general manager of Rick Ware Racing and uh, does a lot with their short track program as well. And I never would have gotten approached regarding that opportunity. So uh, Light Motorsports has done so much for me uh, to allow me to move forward and present myself with a good opportunity with uh, RWR. And uh, hopefully, you know, next year we'll, uh, with RWR, we'll continue to uh, chase more trophies and put ourselves in a, a good spot towards the end of the year for the championship. Well, you had a great run to start it all off. Um at uh, Southern National to score a podium finish, which uh, was really good for you. And I know that you're looking forward to next year. What did you find the difference to be in driving the pro late model versus what the limited late model demanded of you? 
Yeah, well, what I found with the limited late model was uh, you have to be a little bit more patient with it uh, just because of the tires with the limited series. You get scuffed tires. Uh, with the pro late model, that was my first time on basically brand new tires. So, you know, it felt a lot more quick, felt really, really uh, fast through the corners, and you were able to carry a lot more momentum and I uh, realized you could be a lot more aggressive with it thanks to the tires and uh, car turns a little bit uh, easier in the pro than it does the limited. Uh, again, I'm sure that's a factor of tires, but uh, then again, they're those two cars are built completely different. Yes. So, uh, it was definitely quite the transition, but the limited really helped me get a feel for uh, the pro when I jumped into that car. And uh, obviously, like you said, we capitalized with uh, that limited experience put it into the pro and uh, came away with a podium finish and, you know, ran up front that whole race. So uh, definitely some big differences, but thankfully uh, both of them helped me uh, transition to uh, one car over the other. Okay. So who was your crew chief for uh, Rick Ware at Southern National? Uh, Mr. James Edwards. That's what I thought. Me. Okay. Yeah. Um, James is one of the very best crew chiefs, in my opinion, in all of late models racing, just, just to throw that out there. So you're working with one of the best guys you could. Um, he's very good with younger racers. So, uh, I think that's going to be great for you, uh, to be able to work with him. What are your plans next year as far as, okay, you got the ride now, where are you going to race the car? Yeah. So, I mean, with that, we're going to run the full Carolina pro late model tour schedule next year which i'm really excited about having the opportunity to go to different racetracks throughout the year instead of just one or two uh because over the whole course of my career i've only won i've only ran one or two tracks a year so it's going to be a lot of fun going to these different racetracks throughout the year and you know hopefully with uh we can get some more funding together we can go run some other races elsewhere but as far as we're concerned uh we're going to uh, win races and contemporary championship in Carolina Pro. Well, I believe you can do both and will, as a matter of fact. Uh, and you're going to have an added advantage because I don't know if you've seen the 22 schedule yet for Carolina Pro, but the very first race is exactly right back where you just were uh, Thanksgiving week at Southern National to open the season for a, for a big show there again. So you've got a chance now. That was kind of a, what you did Thanksgiving weekend was kind of a test for opening day 2022. You got a chance to come out of the box and maybe get your first win and start right off on top. Yeah, well, not to mention that the second race of the season is Hickory Motorsports. Yeah. So two good tracks that I could have a really good shot of getting really solid finishes or a win so yeah two really good tracks that i have obviously i have experienced that and have had you know a little bit of success at so uh gonna be uh gonna put some really high standards heading into those two races but uh yeah everywhere else it's uh it's a whole new ballpark with having to kind of take a step back and relearn everything but uh i don't think we'll have a problem with getting up to speed uh you know with uh, the Thanksgiving Classic being my first time at Southern National, and we got up to speed real quick. So, uh, you know, it, it helps when you got great race cars and a great team surrounding you when you go to different racetracks and places that you're unfamiliar with. So, if, uh, if we got up to speed the same way we did at Southern National at every other racetrack, I don't see a problem with that. But, uh, yeah, like you said, two really good racetracks for me heading into 2022. 
Inexplicably and coincidentally, when I went to Sebring this past weekend, I ran right into you. You were down there to make your debut in the Chap Car Series in a Mazda Miata, Spec, spec Miata class of that particular uh, event. Unfortunately, you only got in the race car for practice, but in about a minute, tell us what that was like to, to get out there on that big old road course in, uh, in a Miata. Yeah, Sebring was an absolute blast. I really did enjoy it. Uh, you know, thankfully we were able to get the car repaired uh, in the race, and I was able to do one stint. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, we were multiple laps down, and uh, you know, didn't have a shot at a, a good finish or or the win, obviously. But you know, just being able to go out there and experience uh, what a road course like Sebring has to offer, and you know, running out there with multiple classes and you know, that that was my version of uh, the IMSA WeatherTech series. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I certainly enjoyed it. Um, you know, had a lot of fun learning the road course. I've never done a road course in a full-size car before, nor with an H pattern. So uh, it was a big learning experience, but thankfully caught up. I uh, got up to speed real quick, and, you know, I think we uh, – I certainly had a lot of fun. I know the team was certainly really happy with how I did in my stint and uh, – you know, hopefully we can do some more road course racing in the future, whether that's in Champ Car or some other series that I can get my butt and seat in. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully throughout the year we'll, we'll be able to do, you know, a road course here and there. I certainly had a lot of fun and would love to do it again. Well, yeah, and if you're going to – if you're planning on climbing a ladder in a NASCAR, they're running more and more road courses, so you're going to need that uh, background and experience, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, NASCAR is going – above and beyond with their road course racing and it's become more crucial than ever uh moving forward so uh you know road course experience is is definitely a requirement when heading into the top three series did you did you do any of the road course stuff with the legends car you probably did right a little bit uh you got about 30 seconds yes sir i did uh i did atlanta motor speedway on their road course and then i did atlanta motorsports park Okay, yeah, so you did run a couple of those, and uh, I'm sure you had a blast doing that. But, uh, okay, uh, about about 20 seconds here. G- get your sponsors in before we let you go. Yes, sir. Uh, just a big thank you to uh, my family, my friends, uh, both teams that I've worked with this year with Light Motorsports and Rick Ware Racing. Uh, big thank you to all of our partners that helped make this season possible with HMY Yacht Sales, uh, Bahama Beach Club, Ingalls Marine Diesel, uh, Rich Mar Flores and uh, our newest partner GCI Slingers and Gravel Conveyors for coming on board for uh, Thanksgiving Classic as well as uh, an associate partner for next year. So, Mace- thank you to everybody that supported us. And, Mason uh, Maggio, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk more with Mason on a future show. Be right back. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Welcome back to League Lap Radio as we continue on here with our final show of 2021. It is hard to believe that we actually at uh, the end of the year already pretty incredible honestly uh it 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 really is crazy okay so i want to talk about um the upcoming cars racing show a little bit we had kate dillon on a few weeks ago and uh she kind of broke the ice with us about what was upcoming in january uh at the uh, convention center in hickory it is really the perfect venue for this and i want to kind of go over the specifics first of all this show is the only trade show for motorsports in the entire area during the year as of right now at least so uh you're going to want to attend this if you're a if you're a a driver or a, a team member or motor builder have a business that services the sport or even if you're just a fan and you want to come by and look at what's new and what's happening for 2022 um this is going to be the place to do it and it starts uh on january the 7th actually um the, the moving day is the day before but uh, uh january 7th is actually the first day 10 o'clock 
the show opens and a couple of different things this year. First of all, for the first time for this show, they're going to have a swap meet. We'll get to the details of that in a minute. The show is going to be open on Friday uh, the 7th from 10 until 6, uh, 10 until 7, sorry, 10 to 7 p.m. And um, they're having some some things going on. Pitwell uh, University is going to have um, some uh, different things going on in their booth. So if you're into welding, um, that's where you should head at some point during the day, 2 to 2.30, proper tungsten preparation. And then uh, from 6 to 6.30, uh, they're going to have a short seminar, 30 minutes on TIG shielding gases, um, basically how to save gas by using correct shielding cup size. So um, some good information there. If you're a welder, you're going to want to be a part of that and uh, and come by and check that out. That's on, on Friday. And then the 8th of January, uh, again, they're going to uh, do, let's see, 11 to 11.30 for the tungsten uh, seminar and uh, 3 to 3.30 for the TIG shielding gases seminar. Uh, that's on the final day. And then the uh, show closes at 6 o'clock on Saturday, opens at 9, closes at 6. Now, so here's kind of what this this looks like. This is a trade show. You're going to have tracks that are going to be attending. They will be setting up booths to talk about their uh, what they got going for 2022, handout schedules, all that good stuff. You'll have some motorsports-related businesses that are going to be displaying there. Um, not a ton of race cars. This is not a big race car show. So if you're coming looking for messing messes of race cars, there'll be some, but it's not an actual car show. The Don't confuse car with cars, C-A-R-S. Uh, this is the Cars Racing Show, Carolina Auto Racing Show. Um, it is mostly a show for teams and businesses and, of course, you know, drivers, participants in the sport, basically, but fans are welcome. Now, there are some limitations as to uh, w- when the price increases for admission, and it's go- if you wait and pay when you get to the door, it's going to cost you, I think, 20 bucks, 15 or 20 bucks. Um so you really want to get go to carsracingshow.com and um and check out their schedule and what's going on and uh you can see who's going to be there there are some specifics as to if you want to have a booth there if you're listening to this you want a booth all of the information is there for um you know for that now i want to talk about the swap meet for a minute because this is this is something new for the show, and I think this this should be very, very popular here. Um, so calling all race teams, and it doesn't matter what kind of racing. If you're in the region, calling all race teams. Okay, you've got an opportunity here to do two things at the show now, not just buy your new parts. You've got an opportunity now to get rid of your old parts. So here's how this works. It is um, a six by eight booth if you want to come and you know and have your own booth at the swap meet um six by eight booths it's um a hundred dollars for both days you get one badge exhibitor badge included with your booth so if you're going to bring people you have to pay for them but uh, you get one badge included with the booth price forty dollars friday only 80 for saturday only or 100 for both days so hopefully um 
you know, you can be there both days. Uh, and, and now again, only racing and automotive performance parts will be sold at the swap meet. So only racing and automotive, we're not dealing with, you know, anything else there at the swap meet, just racing and automotive performance parts will be allowed to be sold at the swap meet. There will be no new current parts sold on the swap meet floor. Now, those parts must be sold on the exhibit side. So if you got new parts that you're selling, new stuff, you got to have an exhibitor's booth. If you've got old stuff that's not new, then you you can have the the um you can be on the the swap meet side. Um now if uh new new parts can include open box seconds or dis, discontinued items. So um Again, make sure you know what's allowed on the swap meet side versus whether you have to have an exhibitor booth and uh, don't try selling any new stuff on the swap meet side or you won't, uh, they're, they'll probably toss you out. Um, power is not available for swap meet booths. And again, six by eight booths, uh, no displays, no demos, no demonstrations, um, no, so, no signage or advertisement for a business. Okay, this is only for teams to basically just swap out, sell their, their old parts and, you know, whatever. Um, so uh, looking forward to seeing how that does this year. That is something that is brand new. Now, if you uh, sell out, that's a great thing. Just place a sold out sign on your table and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. They will have sold out signs available at the, at the swap meet. You don't have to make your own to bring and be optimistic about it. They'll have it for you. So make sure that you are prepared. And again, um, you know, $40, $85 or a hundred dollars. Uh, if you want both days, it's a hundred bucks to be in the swap meet. And I wanted to go over all those things because I know that we have a lot of racers who are listening to this show and team members who are listening to this show. This is, uh, you know, the opportunity here, we did not have a swap meet at the show last year. So this is an opportunity for you to come in and get rid of your old parts. Then go over to the other part of the, uh, uh, the show and, and buy your new stuff. So, uh, you can put yourself in a great position to, um, have some quick cash to, to go buy new stuff with at the, uh, at the exhibitors, um, in the exhibitors hall of the show and, uh, lots of stuff going on. Now, if you want more information, carsracingshow.com has every bit of information you will need. Um, they, they even break it up into categories. If you want to know, um, you know why they chose hickory uh, again for the cars racing show well go check it out they 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 have a video to tell you exactly why uh dynamic drive lines has uh, a video um there are different uh people that will be that are that are listed on their site and have videos to talk about um the show and uh so this is going to be a bigger show than they had last year so you want to make sure that you um that you get signed up if especially if you're going to be an exhibitor they don't have much booth space left so get on it and uh get on there carsracingshow.com and get in touch with them and uh get everything lined out because you don't want to miss it um and they're uh obviously pre-promoting the show so if you want yourself your business if you're gonna uh have a a booth there and you want the business uh pre-promoted then um 
you know, you got to get on it. And uh, uh, Kate Dillon and Jimmy Slitz are the uh, the two promoters, the brother and sister. Kate is the CEO, incidentally, of CrateInsider.com. She has parts and specializes in crate racing with her particular business. And uh, Jimmy owns Dirt Wrap. Some of you may have um, had your car designed, your graphics designed by Jimmy. Does a great job. And uh He's got a new site to promote produce racing apparel called Dirt Inc. D I R T Inc. That's coming out as well. So you're going to want to uh, be a part of this. It's the only show in town. We're going to be there in a big way with Steering Wheel Nation. We're excited about it. It's going to be kind of our, um, you might say, our our unveiling officially. Um, you know, in 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 the physical sense, I guess. Uh, first time we've we, we will have uh, been out in public as Steering Wheel Nation. Um, in full force the site will be launched by then and uh you're going to want to come and uh you you'll have the opportunity to uh sign up to win a free cruise free cruise should be a lot of fun so uh carsracingshow.com is the site and that is coming up in january uh and uh really excited to help Kate uh, promote this and put this together because honestly, if you are involved in the racing business at all um, in the area or in the region, you're going to want to be a part of this. Now, the other news that we did, we talked about a while back that I want to reiterate as we start to talk about, look ahead to 2022 super cup stock car series, making its return to North Carolina. They are going to run at Hickory motor speedway for the first time since I think, think 2011 it's been a good long time since they've been at the birthplace of the nascar stars the super cup stock car series they're full-size stock cars um just like arca xfinity in fact uh, you'll see teams running their arca cars at this event uh should be a big race when they come to hickory so we're going to chat a little bit about that and more of what's going on in 2022 in the area when we come back on the other side of this break, we'll be back with more of the final week lap show of the year right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. 
They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap. It, it is hard to believe this is our final segment of 2021. Where in the wild world of sports has this year gone? Incredible. Um, and just uh, really looking forward to next year. Uh, before we get, I want to talk about the uh, the Cars Tour. We talked about the Cars Racing Show in our last segment. I want to talk about uh, the Cars Tour for next year in a minute. But um, just want to let you know that uh, here's what's coming up for 2022 for this show. So we are really focusing on Southeast regional racing. So um, we're going to do much more with the dirt track uh, world here in the Southeast, uh, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Virginia, uh, you know, this whole area, really. Uh, we're really looking forward to having some some of the drivers and the, the key personalities from that part of the racing world uh, on in the coming year, of course. So we'll cover all the pavement stuff as well and the road course stuff as much as we can. We're, uh, we're just really, really looking forward to making this a Southeast based show. Uh, we'll still pull in things from outside of the region if we think they're, uh, interesting and fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, like to keep you up with, uh, what I, what I do. And sometimes, uh, trips like Sebring are kind of bucket lists and it's just fun to talk about them. But, uh, mostly this is a Southeast, uh, show for next year. So we're looking forward to that. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the Cars Tour now, because Cars announced uh, about a month ago or so that they were swapping from the, the super late models to the pro late models for 2022. There's been kind of mixed reaction to this, uh, interestingly enough, uh, but I think for the most part, people are excited about it. The super late models are kind of declining um, in a way. They're very expensive, and and it's just you're, you're running against teams that just spend six figures worth of dollars to race, you know, late models, and, um, and it's just tough to afford that. So um, the pro late models are kind of the new in thing. The Carolina pro late model series led the way to developing that kind of racing here in the region. They're also back and, and, uh, 
have a strong schedule is that for next year but the cars tour deciding that it would be uh better for them to uh to to switch from the super lates to the pro lates now most of the shows that they run that division will compete on the same card as the late model stock car uh, division so there's they're double headers but there are a few exceptions so i want to go through the schedule for both of these series um as we get set to wrap up the year because uh, we love the cars tour and i'm really excited about what they're doing next year it's a very aggressive schedule too so here it is march 12th and 13th caraway speedway old north state nationals this traditionally has been the 30,000 win race and it has been in orange county Orange County not on the Cars Tour schedule this year. So they're starting at Caraway and they're finishing at Caraway. And we'll we'll get to the the, the show at the end uh, at Caraway in a minute. Big show. So Cars Tour, Old North State Nationals starts the year March 12th and 13th. The 26th of March, they're at Hickory. April 9th at Greenville Pickens in South Carolina. April 23rd at the speedway that was formerly known as white plains speedway it is now goodyear all-american speedway in jacksonville north carolina it's an awesome track if you get a chance to travel to that on april 23rd go watch it the cars tour will put on a fantastic show there may 6th the race at ace ace speedway um elon north carolina may 21st at franklin county in callaway virginia langley austin and his group always do a nice job there and then june 4th uh they go to langley larry uh, larry king laws langley speedway in hampton virginia june 18th dominion raceway uh, in Thornburg to complete their three-track Virginia tour in May and June. July the 30th, back at Hickory for the race I love, the Throwback 276. That's always fun. Throwback paint schemes, throwback uniforms. The late model cars tour folks take that seriously. It's a lot of fun. A Speedway on August 12th, uh, 27th at Motor Mile Speedway back in Virginia. Tri-County Motor Speedway up the road in Granite Falls, North Carolina on September 10th. Dillon Motor Speedway on October the 8th, October 22nd, South Boston. And they conclude November 5th. On the North versus South, North-South shootout card at Caraway, which is going to be amazing. Okay, so that's the late model stock side. The pro late model schedule, they're at Caraway, the North State Nationals to open Hickory, Greenville, Franklin County, Tri-County. Their first standalone is Wake County on July the 9th. Back with the stocks at Hickory for the throwback, then A Speedway on August 12th, Motor Mile on the 27th, Tri-County on September 10th, South Boston Speedway on October the 22nd, and of course closing it out at uh, Caraway with the late model stocks for the North-South shootout. I don't recall that the Cars Tour has ever been a part of the North-South shootout. Caraway Speedway as far as I'm concerned, may have just become the most interesting short track in the region as far as their schedule because both of those races, the Old North State Nationals on March 12th and 13th and the North-South Shootout on November 5th, that they are big-time events. And, man, the... (laughs) The Cars Tour bringing the Old North State Nationals to Caraway, as far as I'm concerned, is a tremendous fit for that. Um, if you're not going to run that at Hickory, I think Caraway is as good as it gets as far as uh, the type of show that the Cars Tour will put on there. And I think that this schedule really is perfect for both divisions. I would be very curious to see the the pro late models 
Um, their standalone show at Wake County, that should be really, really interesting. That's a really tight racetrack, and um, it'll be interesting to watch the pros. I'm sure there will be some mangled bumpers in that show, but uh, going to be interesting. that There's, again, the Carolina Pro Late Model Series. Uh, we talked uh, with um, Keith Graham from that series a couple weeks ago, and he told you about um, what was going on with him. They opened at Southern National in March, and uh, they've got a very aggressive schedule as well. So uh, this is going to be a, a kind of an interesting seesaw battle between these two series to see um, who wins the uh, competition for car count. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. And sometimes when a second series comes in, it brings more cars into the region, and if they stay off each other as much as possible, then you get more crossover, and it can be fun. I'm not really 100% sure you're going to get a whole lot of crossover between these two series, and I really don't know how that's going to work out for the overall health of either of them, to be honest. But the Cars Tour, I think, is doing what they had to do if they were going to uh, have a, a uh, another division to be able to have the prolates uh, versus the superlates, I think was a really good move. The only problem is if you've got a superlate model motor and you're in this part of North Carolina, you really have to travel a distance to compete with that car at this point. So um, we'll see what happens, but uh, certainly should be interesting. Well, um, this brings us to <laughs> the end of the year for us. And uh, just want to say thanks to all the folks at WSIC Radio, uh, and to all of you who listens to this show each and every week, all of our radio partners and uh, distribution partners who help us get this show out there, we really appreciate each and every one of you, and we are truly excited about what we're doing in 2022. Again, Cars Racing Show January 7th and 8th will be there. Um, SteeringWillNation.com is coming. We're real excited to debut that. So we got a lot to look forward to in the new year. And uh, we really are excited about what's going on. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope you all had uh, happy holidays and can't wait for 2022 to start. And it will next week. Until then, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye. You've been listening to The Lead Lap Show. Home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lap Show. Thank you for listening.